everybody. I'm Mac Davis, along with WWE Hall of Famer, Holla Holla, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy, how you doing? <laughs> hey, what's up, Mac? How you doing, man? Uh, man, I can't complain. It's it's been a it's been a fun week. I know for you it's been fun because uh, you've been kind of busy. You got busy on Sunday. So you flew out Sunday for was it Philadelphia? Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it busy. You know what I mean? It, to yep. me, I've done it all my life, so it's just another day on the job. You know, kind of give me an idea, Teddy. I've you know I've never been on a TV day at WWE. Mm, yeah, easy for me to say WWE. That's why that? you ain't never been on the TV. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what is a day like for you? Is it a lot of waiting around, or is it really kind of busy throughout the entire day? Well, it's according to uh, what you're involved in. If you get there and uh, you're involved in something, then it's going to be a little busy for you, especially if you have rehearsals. You have to go to rehearsals, and then something may go wrong there. You might have to go back and rehearsal again. Or, you know, uh, you may have a lot of uh, backstage uh, promos to cut. You know what I mean? So you may have them to do instead of doing them live. Some of them, you know, we pre-tape them. So if you're involved in something, you have a pretty busy day. If you're not, you know, if you just, you know, got you doing this little mild stuff, then that's not too bad. You find out, you know, who you're working with and, you know, you get with your agent and uh, you go from there. So when did you find out you'd be working with DX and uh, doing that whole routine in the ring? Uh, as soon as I got there, um, I was there and I think I went to catering and one of the writers uh, found me and came right into catering and uh, he brought me uh, the paper and, you know, showed me exactly what I was doing. I, I, I love the piece in there. I thought I thought it was good business and uh, I love to hear uh, that Teddy Long pop, man. You know, the, it's funny because every time you show up on one of those shows, and I said this on another show just recently, uh, it just seems the place comes alive. It's, it's, there's a whole bunch of energy that enters the room. Well, I tell you one thing, and I remember this. I went back one time, uh, and uh, Pat Patterson, God rest his soul, and I and I walked out, and when I come back, Pat Patterson stopped me, and he said to me, he said, they sure wanted to see you, and uh, that that's a true story. And um, like I said, you know, I really like, you know, by, you know, maybe staying away, you know, that keeps me from getting stale, uh, you know, where people are just used to seeing you, you know, so they're not used to seeing you and they were and you did a good job, then they're going to always respond. And I I respond to them. God, I love every one of the fans, man, you know, to, especially, you know, with me getting the, the the recognition and the pop that I've been getting. Thank you all very much. God knows I love you. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, well, it's well deserved, Teddy. You, you busted your ass all these years. And I mean, and it, more so than most people realize how much you have busted your ass. Uh, there's been so much to your background. Tell me, uh, was there anybody that you saw on Monday that uh, you haven't seen in a while that you were really happy to see? No. <laughs> Not a single person. <laughs> Not a single person. You didn't care to see JBL. You didn't care to see anybody, huh? Well, you know, JBL, I got I talk to him frequently. You know, we yeah. I text him. You know, he loves my dog, Rufus, and so I always say up oh, speak of Rufus. Yep. So I always send him uh, pictures of Rufus and stuff. So you know, I talk to him a little bit. But like I said, a lot of the other guys, well, me and X Pac, we talked a little bit. But everybody was kind of busy. Uh, spoke with, and when I was up in the gorilla position, that's why I really had a chance to speak to a lot of guys. I talked with Road Dog. Um, I spoke with Hunter briefly. Uh, X Pac. I, I also spoke with Hogan. Uh, he called me over and uh, introduced me to his girl. And uh, which, by the way, uh, Teddy, I understand is an absolute knockout. 
Well, yeah, yeah, a nice lady. And, yeah. uh, you know, but, you know, I felt real good him calling me over and introducing me and telling her that we go back, way back. <laughs> so uh, that was great. And uh, uh, and briefly, I did speak with Flair. You know, me and him, we spoke and uh, talked a little bit. So other than that, you know, I, I had a fantastic night. Did you get the chance to get any of that, uh, what's it called, Ric Flair drip or something like that? Uh, no, I didn't. No, oh, man. Didn't get a to get none of that, man. No. You know, there's so much of that going around now. I think he's got some. Uh, Kevin Nash has the jackknife. I think is another uh, strain out there. So, yeah, there's, well, a, there's a bunch of strains. You need to get the Teddy Long strain going. Well, I have no idea. You know, I I, I don't know who to talk to about that. <laughs> but uh, maybe one day they'll get in touch with me. But I did. I I had some of the the, the Ric Flair drip. Somebody had some, and I oh, had really? some. Of it. It's pretty good. Is it? I, yeah. I was wondering because you know, a lot of times you get people's names put on something and it just turns out being, eh, you know. So well, he's associated with Mike Tyson, so Mike is a you know is is chronic, you know, like like most of us. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if so if it's coming with from Mike, you know, it's going to be top of the line. Teddy, did you meet anybody backstage that uh, any of the young guys that you were impressed with? In fact, I know that you you had a run in with Sammy uh, Sammy uh, Zane, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, uh, you know, it's just something about Sami Zayn, man. I, I, I like him. I, I, you know, he, he's, you know, I've watched him and he works so hard, you know, and 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 what he's he's doing and he shows me. And I don't really even know this guy, but I just took a liking to him, man, because I saw how he gave one hundred percent to whatever he was doing, and I could look at him and I could tell that whatever they ask him to do, he ain't gonna worry about it or nothing. He would go out and do it because he understands what this is. You know, he wants to make it. And Sammy is just so real. You know, yes. he he's he's what they used to say back in the day. You know, they say that uh, you were somebody's best kept secret. So that's what I think with Sammy. He's just the best kept secret. But I think now that. Uh, you know, the office now and the people that need to look at him, I think they're noticing, you know, that uh, Sami Zayn is the guy. I believe in him and I believe he's going to go places. And I had a chance to pull him off and talk to him. And I told him, I said, hey, man, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I said, I don't do this. You know what I mean? But um, I just want you to know, man, I just I see it and I think it's there. And I really believe Sammy's going to be a big star. I know that you watched the opening of uh, Raw 30 with uh, the Bloodline and the Ring. You were backstage with several of the superstars, uh, including uh, Bill Actor was back there with you as well. Um, what was watching the monitors? What were the guys saying? Were they being quiet and just watching the whole thing? Did they like what they saw? What was you know the critique? I'd be interested to know. Well, nobody really has no critique back no. there, you know, unless something happens, you know, maybe the guys will react, you know, but. Basically, everybody's sitting back watching the monitor. Did they know and, they were watching a good the, piece of business? Huh? Did they know that was a good piece of business going down? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The only thing that, uh, you know, they thought, you know, when they when the referee gives the signal that somebody was hurt, you know, then we, you know, kind of catches everybody's attention then because yep. we want to see what's really what's really going on. But uh, everybody's just watching the monitor, man, and, you know, no big reactions or nothing because, I mean, we're there. We know what yeah. this is. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So if something happens that's, you know, out of the ordinary or something, then some of the guys will, you know, will respond to it. But other than that, I just enjoy watching it staying quiet because I thought it was a great show. How about the, uh, is there a different feel backstage? I mean, I'm not saying just because of the recent stuff, but, you know, back at a time when you were there in the Attitude Era, I would imagine things were run and operated a little bit differently than they do today. 
Well, I mean, it's just more going on today than it was back then. But things are basically still operated the same exact same way. Same but like I, like I said, there's so much going on now. There are uh, documentaries. You know, I had a chance to do something with uh, a documentary that they're doing on Mark Henry. Uh, there's a new show that's coming out. I think it's called Totally Awesome or something. But I had a chance to be a part of that. But back in the attitude era, back in the day, you know, it wasn't none of that going on. No documentaries and none of that stuff. So it was, you know, an easy day. But right now, man, with all the stuff that they've got going on and everybody involved, it's a very busy day for some people. Yes. Teddy, we're going to take a quick break. and We're going to come back because it's that time of the show we always enjoy. Ask Teddy is next. All right. What we're gonna do right here is go back, way back, back into time. What did he say? Yo, I didn't sign up for this. Because I didn't sign up for this. This is the judge that told me to come here, okay? I didn't sign on here to be no hero. I didn't sign up for this. I did not sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. I did not sign up for this. And it's always me. Keep looking. Oh, you're going too slow. Let me take the wheel. It's too fast. How could you even tell what's on? I can tell. Too late up in the 40s. Gotta go around the horn. Faster. I look for the giant chicken. Now it's trip after hours. Please welcome your host, Mac Davis. And WWE Hall of Famer, Kenny Long. Holler. Hello, we're back with more Road Trip After Hours. I'm your host, Mac Davis, along with WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Teddy. Holler, player. It's time for some more questions. It's time for Ask Teddy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready, Teddy. All right, Teddy, here's question number one. Casey in Tennessee asks, have you ever been nervous going out in front of all those people? Every time I walk out. 
Really? You, 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 you get, I, you know, I, I, it's funny because people ask me that I've done, you know, even on the independent shows and anything else that I've ever done, it's that initial walkout that I'm nervous about. But once I'm yeah. out there, then I'm settled and I feel good. Yeah, well, that's that's what we mean. I mean, you know, I'm not really like nervous, nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, if I got a lot that I got to remember there and I got all this stuff down, then that's all I'm thinking about. Uh, so, you know, just to get down there and, you know, once I get in the ring and it start to flow, then, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Was there ever a time that you can recall that you were like really nervous about going out that you didn't feel good about remembering your lines or something just didn't feel right? No, I never felt that. Uh, I remember one time I was out and I was doing this promo with Booker and Charmel and uh, just all of a sudden I forgot my lines. Yeah, brain <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I mean live TV, I forgot my lines and all. And all and, but good, you know, everybody's, you know, everybody knows that we're a team yeah. out there. And I, Charmel caught it and she started talking, picked it up, and then it hit me and I, it, they all come right back to me. And so nobody never knew that. So that's uh, that was a real bad time there too. And one time I think I was out and uh, I said something and uh, God, it was just all screwed up. And Vince, uh, I, he, Vince was, I thought I said, I know I'm going to get chewed out here. And so I, I went back and I'm just waiting on Vince to, to you know, give it to me. And he just started laughing at me when I got back and he told me, he said, if it, if it happened, if it happened live, it was meant to be. He said, don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> so I'm. I, I was shocked. <laughs> hey, it's a lot better than an ass chewing, though, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. All right, let's see. We have Frank Gamble from uh, Twitter land who says, uh, I'm trying to read this better than what he wrote. Uh, Does the fans' response or enthusiasm levels dictate what happens in the ring? Well, no, I don't think so. I think... Um... You know, the fans play a big part because, you know, once you start hearing them, you know, the response of something you're doing and they're and they're biting it, you know, they're biting on it, you know, and they're responding, then that tells you you got them. So now, you know, you if you long, if you got them, then you continue, you know, start doing, you know, then you really want to give them 100 percent. I mean, you really start putting it on them because, you know, you they belong to you now. You're in control. Yep. I was and just was about like, to say that as a performer. Uh, for the guys that get in the ring, no matter who it is, the, the, the more reactive that the crowd is and the more excited they are, the better, I, I promise you, the show is going to be 10 times better because the guys can feel that energy and it responds to them in the ring. Well, it was the same thing with me when I did the thing with uh, me and Undertaker and when yeah. they had me in the coffin. And when I was going down, I ha I could hear the people and I was just loving it because everybody thought Undertaker was in that coffin. Yep. And I could hear him and I'm like, boy, we got him, we got him, we got him. <laughs> I'm like, I said, I can't wait until they open it and they see it's me. You know, oh man, I was, <laughs> oh, I was, God, I, I was just loving it, man. Cause I was doing my, you know, I, I was doing yep. my job. I was, you know, I was involved. I just wanted to be a part of that, man. There's a certain power to that, too, that uh, is hard to explain. When you can kind of hold the audience in the palm of your hand, there is a power to that that is very uh, addictive, actually, which is what a lot of these guys can't lose. You know, as we get older, we still look for that uh, that fix of the audience and the, the thrill of that, you know, the, the rush you get from that. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, all you got to do is just uh, do, do your job, know how to get over. I mean... 
when I did a lot of stuff with Vicky Guerrero, a lot of stuff that I did that got got the got the uh, segment over is my facial. Sometimes I didn't have to say nothing. I just used the expression on my face, and that let you knew that I wasn't happy. And I also did the expression on my face to let you know that hey, one day, Vicky, one day, one day. <laughs> you know. So that's that's the look I gave her. Yeah, you you enjoying yourself now, but uh, you know it's gonna come to an end. So you know what I mean. You gotta make people believe. You gotta because what what really happens on TV and storylines are really stuff that happens in real life. Yeah, that's true. So you gotta just put yourself in the in the position. Hey, if this was happening to me in real life, what would I do? How would I respond? Speaking of responding. Our next letter, which I, I I had to go back and watch something, and it'll make more sense in just a second here. Let me yeah. read the letter. Jason from Kentucky writes, loved watching Teddy's reaction to hearing there is a pick one question. Laugh out loud. He rolled his eyes. So here is my pick for Teddy, my pick one for Teddy this week. So obviously, last week when we did the uh, pick one, I, what I just say about what I just say about the facials. Yep. <laughs> yes, if we, when you were talking about facials, like there we go, right there. <laughs> but yeah, she had, she had caught it, and I went back and I did catch it. You did roll your eyes at that point. So she's actually sent you some in, but they're different than what you may expect. All right, okay. here's what she said: Your first set, Snoop or Luther Vandross. Snoop. I don't know who this girl is, but the more it goes down this list, it may make you a little bit more worried. Steak or seafood? Seafood. <laughs> All right, this is the last one she's got for you, Teddy. <clears throat> Work or a sugar mama? Sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> she writes, finally, love you, player. No, 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 it doesn't say player. Love you, peanut head. Hey, that's all right. Peanut Head has got me where I am today. Okay, so you damn right. About <laughs> right. Well, okay. Well, I hope I made her happy. And I'm then sure you her, did. I, I, yeah, I, had, well, I had a feeling she may be trying to hit on you, Teddy. Well, hey, I, you heard me, Sugar Mama. If that's the role she want to play, then I'm I'm open. <laughs> you, you don't want a splendid mama. You want a sugar mama. You don't want that fake sugar. You need the real good sugar. Man, I want that sugar that that your OD on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Question number four. Robbie writes, love the show. How about some old NWA WCW stories? Uh, he writes down example, Doom versus, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Doom attacks Flair. Oh, God, that's a real old one there. Uh, that was the thing we were doing, you know, where uh, Flair had the limo and uh, they had okay. me where uh, I lost, We uh, the Doom lost the match, so I had to be Flair's chauffeur. So I chauffeured him around, and so the thing was that I took him, you know, that he thought I was taking him one place, but I took him to another place, and that place I took him is where I had Butch and Ron waiting on him. And so that's when Doom attacked Flair, and uh, that 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 was that was good stuff. Then I actually remember that episode as you're talking about it right now. I remember watching that episode as it played out on TV for the first time. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was a great. In fact, it reminded me somewhat of the attack that the Four Horsemen did on Dusty. It was like a spinoff yeah. with the same type of uh, type of thing there. Yeah, 
Well, that, you know, with the same guys that did, that were involved in that, Dusty and all of them, you know, so that, you know, that could have been, you know, that take off from it because those were the same guys that were involved in that, what was in part of that storyline. Were those some of the early, early days of the reality shooting outside of the wrestling ring? Because I don't remember a lot of things being shot outside of the studio until we started seeing little vignettes like that, you know, with the cars and people chasing each other. Well, that was like that was back in the in the early days, you know what I mean. They just you know start trying stuff, I guess, and it started working. I mean, it really looked good, you know, it made it more believable. Oh, it did. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Tammy in Louisiana asked, "What was your reaction when they told you guys Hulk Hogan was coming in to WCW? Did it boost the locker room morale?" I don't know. I wasn't in no locker room when I heard it. When I heard it, it just was announced on TV. I mean, why would that boost the locker room morale? I guess uh, what she's probably referring to, she is a she. Yeah, Tammy. Um, I, I'm thinking that maybe during that time, WCW was kind of floundering, and then Hogan came in and it started building itself back up again to where we got to the NWO and things went crazy. Um, because well, that you, was you were there during the period where things were really good. I mean, you were there with Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express. How late into that run did you stay uh, with WCW, Teddy? Till uh, 96? About what now? Till 96? Yeah, till 1996. And I went to New York in 1998. Yep. So when you left, what was happening uh, card-wise? Was, it, was the NWO uh, a thing yet? No. I don't think so, because when I left, you know, I was, I think I was just refereeing, I believe. Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't recall you doing a lot towards that end right there, to be honest with you, but not that I can remember. I remember you more from the earlier days, the good days. Yeah. Let's see, John Beasley wants to know, was, good question here, and I, and I know why it's pulled now, was Vince McMahon backstage at Raw 30? I didn't see him. I haven't heard a single word. I haven't seen a single post by anybody suggesting that he was either. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I can understand why people would want to know that. Uh, overall, Teddy, I guess uh, Raw 30 was a lot of fun, though, huh? Well, you know, like I said, uh, brought a lot of memories back. A lot of stuff they did there, you know, kind of reminded me of the Attitude Area, especially with the gambling with the APA and one guy wins all the money and there's the tax man right there, right away to take it all away from yep. it. Because that's reality. That happens every day. Every so, day. So, I mean, see, that's good stuff. I, that's the stuff you that, you know, because that, that's reality. You, yep. You've experienced that somebody in your lifetime. So, you know, all of it I thought was, was outstanding, man. I just had a chance to sit down and enjoy myself. Teddy, anything coming up we need to talk about? Anything you want to uh, push? Uh, March the 4th, I think it is. March the 4th or 5th, uh, Rockwood, Tennessee, uh, at the Rockwood High School. Big fundraiser. I'm going to be a big part of that. And, uh, well, right now, I think that's about it, unless some, you know, something happens. So this is still the first of the year. So people got to regroup and get their funds and stuff back together. So who knows? We'll be getting some calls, and uh, I'll be letting everybody know what's really going on. Well, we also, uh, we know that we will be in uh, St. Louis in May. Teddy and I will be there for the Hall of Fame in St. Louis. Um, and then we have something else that's coming up, Teddy. And by the way, for those of you who are watching, because I got a, I got somebody who actually sent me a question asking about this. Um, we are available. If you have an event that is going on and you'd like to talk to Teddy and I about maybe coming in, 
contact us right here. Leave a message down below. Contact us by uh, social media, whichever way is easiest for you, and let us know. And if uh, we'll check our schedules, and if we are available and can do it, we'd be happy to be a part of your program. Just got to contact us and let us know what you got going on. And the thing that we'll do that too, you know, if it's a wrestling event, uh, you know, I'm, you know, if you want me to be a part of your wrestling show, you know, we can also work that out. Yep. And also while we're there, we'll be filming our after hours uh, road trip podcast. And so we'll be talking to the people there and then we'll bring all that stuff back and put it out on YouTube, put it out on our site. So you'll be a part of the, uh, a part of our podcast. Correct. It's a, it's a great way to get your brand out there and, and uh, even the guys who are working for your brand. Uh, we want to get everybody over. That's what we're doing here. We're just having a good time and want everybody to get over and be successful. Yeah, we just want to help everybody, man. That's what we need more now. Everybody needs to really start trying to get along now because I tell you, man, it's a, it's a mess out there. Yeah. All right. That's it for this week's episode of Road Trip After Hours. I'm Mac Davis, and that is WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. And in the words of the famous Tony Chimmo, holler!